Hello, hello. It is Friday, July 23rd, and this is yet another episode of the Bard Talks podcast. Um, be a friend and tell a friend if you don't mind spreading the good word about my little show here. Uh, for those who are brand new, thank you for giving me a shot. And those who have stuck around since the beginning, um, or whenever you topped into this whole thing that I'm trying to do, I really appreciate it. So yeah, um, I had some topics in mind to discuss on this one. Um, there's some new anime that I've been watching that I want to talk about, which I'll, I'll probably record a different episode either over the weekend or on Monday about that. Um, I was going to do a little bit about Pokemon Unite because I'm just like inject that game into my veins. Like I cannot get enough Pokemon Unite. And I haven't played a MOBA since Dota, but this one is just so grabbing me like the the spin that they put on the MOBA concept it's super enjoyable even for not having a large library of Pokemon to choose from at all you know obviously there's 898 and of course it's it's a no-brainer situation why they only released what I don't know what it is 14 15 of them so far but it's it's obviously a business decision and I don't fault them for that I mean you know, they can't give you everything at once. Of course, they're going to release, you know, more Pokemon as time goes on. But from what they give you right now, it's a great game to play. You know, I definitely give that a shot if you haven't. If if you never played a MOBA before or you got burned out on them, you don't think you'd like it. I think you should just give it a try. You know, such if you're a Pokemon fan, it's it's a really fun concept on Pokemon and MOBAs. And I, you know, can't speak highly of it enough. And they're not even paying me to say anything about it. You know? What a, what a kill, old Bard here to get a little sponsorship, little uh, little revenue stream. No, it wouldn't kill old Bard for a little revenue stream. But I'm not even remotely anywhere near that level of podcastery, if that's a word. If it's not, I'm coining it, you know, patent pending, copyright pending. But no, that's uh, I I could do a whole thing about that. I could do a whole thing about uh, anime, different manga that I picked up today. For the first time in years, I bought manga today. I was super excited to actually do that. It felt nice to have physical copies of stuff in my hands again. I love having a physical copy of something. But as far as the gaming world goes, I mean, everyone, you know, we're all in on uh, on this news on Activision and Blizzard. And I, you know, if you're going to go ahead and go, well, yep, he's going to white knight this conversation and, and talk about this and put himself on a pedestal thinking, oh, you know, that's terrible and they're awful people and we can't stand for that. Like, yeah, that's obvious shit. If you are defending Blizzard in any fucking way possible over what the hell just came out about them, and if you haven't seen the information, I'm not going to read the affidavit verbatim here, but you, I implore you to go read about it. Because it is vile, it's disgusting, and it cannot be allowed. And of course I am not naive to think that this is brand new. Women in the gaming industry have suffered since its inception. And it's shitty, and it sucks. Because there are so many, countless upon countless women who have contributed amazing things to gaming. And not just gaming in general. You know, let you can extrapolate that. I mean, when are we going to stop shitting on women? You know, like this is getting old. It's it's 2021 and nothing should surprise me anymore. And it really doesn't, you know, especially living in America. Um, nothing surprises me. <laughs> I'm not going to get political. But, you know, if you're American, you know, look around. 
you know, it's all falling apart. The great experiment's falling apart. Somebody should write the queen in England a letter and say, hey, just kidding, we'll come back. Not like England's doing a whole lot better, so who knows? You know, everything's just burning to the ground, and we're just sitting here watching it happen and go, wow, this is fun. But no, this this shit with Blizzard. Um, the one thing that that I wanted to bring up that, I, that really made me think about, and it's an old uh, topic of debate, especially if you go back to, like, Michael Jackson, Kevin Spacey, Louis C.K., uh, in the entertainment industry. Um, and you can do this with, you know, sports figures. You can do this with musicians. You can do this with movie stars. Can you separate the art from the artist? And that's an old uh, old concept of conversation. Because so many people will say, you know, Kevin Spacey makes great movies, and he's a shitty human being, but we can still enjoy his movies. And that's possible. I can see how you would think that, and how you would embrace that. And, of you know, that's it's not... What's the word? It's not evil of you. Or wrong of you, if that's how you think. If you can recognize the shitty person, but still enjoy the art that they created, okay, I get that. But with Blizzard, I think it's a little different. Because I've been playing WoW since vanilla. I've played Overwatch religiously. Um, you know, it's it's so many different... Uh, Diablo, you know... So many different games that I can think of off the top of my head that I have just really enjoyed from from Blizzard and, and Activision as well. And in this instance, you cannot separate the art from the artist. You can't. You simply cannot. There's going to be the fucking fanboys who sit there and go, well, I'm still playing WoW, you know, and it's terrible what they did to women and, you know, but I still love this game and I'm going to keep playing it. And the reason I think that that's shitty is because you're still fucking paying them. You're still giving them a monthly subscription cost. Anytime there's a new uh, update that comes out, you're still giving them money. You know, you're still giving them uh, your income. You're still giving them financial support. So yeah, the Cal- you know the state of California sues Blizzard over this shit nine times out of ten with this crap. Of you, you obviously you see the out of court settlements, and I hope it doesn't come to that with this. But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it because it's so hard for women to speak up on this shit because they get crapped on by men who just think they're out for the money. And, you know, and it's also traumatic enough that they went through it. Now they have to relive it in a court on public display. So if they really want that justice, they have to go through this shit twice in a manner of speaking. So it's not unreasonable for women to take these out-of-court settlements so they can just be done with it. And I don't fault them for that. But I cannot separate the act and the uh and the art you can't you know and it sucks and it sounds like a shitty thing to bitch about because it's just a game what's important is that these women get some fucking justice and that these guys and and you know hopefully something is brought down and really the best way for me to say it is i hope the state of california brings the fucking hammer down on them i hope whatever judge they get this in front of bankrupt that company put them out it's done and you know yeah of course you know everyone's you know myself and a lot of my friends were hyped up for the diablo 2 remaster and all this other shit i'm not even buying it now i canceled my pre-order on that shit i uh i don't want it i don't want to give blizzard a fucking dime because why would I condone it? Because, you know, now more than ever, and they'll never come out publicly and admit it, but I guarantee you're going to see it. You're going to see uh, a lot more advertising pushes. You're going to see a lot more sales. You're going to see a lot more, 
you know, gifts on online games if, they, if you subscribe to this thing because they're pushing for fucking money because they know they're about to fucking pay. And they've got the money to pay. And, and, and a quick pause here. I realize I'm cursing a lot, but I'm kind of angry about it because I'm so tired of seeing this in our, in our community. You know, everything from the developers to the journalists to the gamers themselves, you know, women are just, it's getting old and it's getting disgusting. And it makes me sick, not only as a gamer, but as a husband, you know, I've heard people talk shit to my wife on online games because she's a girl who plays games, you know, and I have a child on the way. I don't know yet the gender of that child, but it doesn't matter, boy or girl. If anyone's talking to my kids like that, I can't imagine, you know, everybody thinks about, you know, what it must be like for these women. And it's atrocious, you know, that this trauma they have to go through. But that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's mother. That's somebody's, you know, wife. And that's, uh, though, you know, it's a ripple effect. It's not just the women that are obviously suffering. You know, it's a, the whole family suffers. The whole community suffers. And it's gross, you know, it's, it's just a, a malicious and nefarious act. So I get a little pissed off about it. But after I got over the initial, and I don't want to call it shock, because again, nothing really surprises me anymore. But after I got, you know, over the initial anger and rage about it, then I sat back and I go, can I really separate the art from the artist, you know, the, uh, the artist from the art, art from the artist, either way, on this. And I can't. I cannot think like it's the same concept as Hobby Lobby, Chick-fil-A. There's going to be times when you're in a group of people, they want to go to one of these places, they want to buy something from there. You can make the choice not to support that company, not to buy something from that company. And that's fine. And that's good because those are pretty shitty companies with how they treat the LGBTQ community. But people still try to justify it. Like, well, you know, the chicken sandwich is so good or Hobby Lobby's got the sale. And I've done it before too. I'm guilty as fuck of that. Every now and then my family, you know, cause I got family here in the South, Chick-fil-A is synonymous with football and God. You know, they go there. I'm like, well, you know, I'm hungry and, and it's not an excuse. I feel like ass for it. And I try to balance it out. Like, well, let me go make another donation, you know, to the LGBT, LGBTQ uh, charity of my choice. Try to feel better about myself. But it doesn't work because it's a wrong thing to do. So I put my business as to the best that I can elsewhere. And that's what I'm going to do with Blizzard because it's the right thing to do. I'm not giving them any more of my fucking money. I mean, that's a, that's a bridge too far. It really is. It's, it's indefensible. So I really hope that the consequences just bankrupt that shit. And of course, when, you, when we say stuff like that, and I mean it, but I'm not dumb enough to realize that there are going to be people who suffer those consequences. Yes, what the men in, in leadership and management positions and, and even in the regular associate and employee positions at Blizzard, Blizzard did to those women is vile. Did every single man do it? Did every single employee of that company do it? Most likely not. Most likely not. But the, if that company were to go out of business, if they were to get a lawsuit that came down so fucking hard on them that they went bankrupt, people are going to lose their jobs. And you can make that argument about Chick-fil-A. You can make that argument about Hobby Lobby. There's innocent people in the wake of this. And my counterpoint to that is those people should be involved in that lawsuit because they're also going to be affected. 
if Blizzard, if the hammer got dropped so hard on Activision and Blizzard to put them out of business, then the people who had nothing to do with it, who are trying to support these women who got crapped on like this, should get a class action suit of their own. Is anything going to be done about it? Are they going to have any money left to divide out to help offset some of this? I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But the big signal, the big thing that would come out of that is if a court agreed to hear stuff like that, if they if they put Blizzard out of business and then these uh, these, co- these co-workers who had nothing to do with the situation suffered and it just brought it to its knees, if, the, if that got into a courtroom and an example was made, you would think that 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 effect, that ripple effect from that instance would be enough to spark some real and true change. Is it a naive thought? Is it wishful thinking? Most likely. Most likely. Nothing truly changes in our system. It takes decades. It takes centuries. And we're still fighting some of these systemic racism battles. We're still fighting class inequality. We're still fighting gender inequality. Nothing truly seems to want to change. But there has to be a catalyst. There has to be a spark. Because in moments in history where true and great change has happened, a cataclysmic event preceded it that caused this chain reaction. This great and powerful event happened that caused the the effects that could be felt through time. So it has to begin somewhere. And, And why not here and why not now? I don't see any harm in that. I think every employee... A, you know, should, who wasn't a part of this situation should 100% throw their backing behind those women who are filing these lawsuits, who are part of this whole thing, and get in on it with them. Bring this company to its knees. Make a fucking example. If you can bring Blizzard to its knees and to cause all that shit to come crumbling down, what other developing, what other software developing company, game developing company is going to stand back and go, oh, that'll never happen to me. If you can make an example out of one of the titans of our community, you know, what, what can't be done? So I think it's important to at least try. Because, and I'm so dangerously close. Like, you'll notice I'm putting a lot of pauses in this because I'm trying to not go on, uh, as my wife would call it, one of my typical uh, capitalist, anti-capitalist rants. Because I'm not. I'm not a capitalist. And if and if this is getting too political, and this is going to turn you off from my podcast, I apologize in a sense. But then I, got, I really don't. Because I've always said this platform is about things that I'm interested in. Things that I love to talk about. Things that we as a community love to talk about. And not, that doesn't always mean politics. I'm, I'm aware of that. But I have to be who I am. You know, I'd like to lay it all out on the table. And, if, and I hope that y'all see that there's honesty in this. It's not a white knight situation. I'm not out there in California, you know, joining in protests or doing whatever, you know. I'm not that naive to think that, well, my voice is going to make a difference in this. I got to stand up because my podcast, you know, is going to help them out. Fuck no, it's not. <laughs> you know, I've had like 65 plays on all nine episodes. Like, I'm not going to make this big of a difference. But my point that I'm making is I really would like to just show another side of this coin. Maybe introduce a new line of thinking into this. How can we get this to change? How can we start? At what point do we break? At what point do we get so sick and tired of the way things are in the gaming community? The way things are in nerd and geek culture and the way things are in our own country or in the whole fucking world? At what point do we break? 
And yeah, it's a game. It's a gaming company. But these are real people getting hurt and having traumatic experiences that we cannot even begin to understand because we haven't gone through it. I'm a, I'm a white male. I have not experienced anything like what they've gone through. So it's important to, to wonder, and not just to wonder, but it's important to think of how can we stop this? How, at what point do we say enough? You know, we're sitting here. The planet is falling apart. The pandemic is wreaking havoc, and it's about to get worse. By the way, if you haven't been vaccinated, don't be selfish. Go get vaccinated. If you have a medical reason or you cannot get the vaccine, I understand that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the assholes who choose to not get vaccinated because they think there's a fucking microchip in the vaccine. <laughs> Newsflash, you're not that important that the government wants to track you. And if they could, you're probably listening to this podcast on a cell phone, I'm betting. They can track you with that. So get over yourself. Get vaccinated. But everything is going so fucking crazy. You know, the the class divide is getting worse. Inflation's getting worse. The cost of living is skyrocketing. Wages are stagnating. You've got billionaires riding dicks into space. <laughs> and they aren't paying taxes. <laughs> like, you know... You can take, like I, like I said, I started this podcast talking about Activision and Blizzard and look at what it can blossom into. Look at what this conversation has turned into. And my whole overarching point of all this is at what point do we say enough? We have to stop this shit. We've got, at what point do we just break? You know, I always like to picture there's a little old man in my head on a rocking chair and he's just watching the world go by, but he's got a stick in his hands and he's just waiting to snap it. At what point do we just snap and say, fuck this? And the only real power, the only real power we have is ourselves. And by that, I mean your money, your time, your effort. You have, and we have as a collective, so much fucking power to change so many things in this country and on this planet, but we don't do it out of fear. And I get that. I understand it. I have kids. I have a wife. You know, I want to support them. We go into our 40-hour-a-week jobs in retail or in an office or wherever. We get told that, well, you can only get a 2% bonus this year, but here's a pizza party. Or you can only get a 3% raise here, but here's a $200 one-time bonus. We get told, don't unionize. We've got an open-door policy. We'll help you. Let me tell you, the open-door policy only exists because one voice is easier to kill than a hundred. But when we realize, and when we step back, and when we think about how much power we actually have, and how we can utilize that power, the things we will change will be monumental. If everybody would get on, and it won't happen, I know not everybody, but if the vast majority of World of Warcraft players said, fuck you, Blizzard, unsubscribe, and then this lawsuit comes down on them, they're done. It's broken. You, We brought them to their knees, and we beheaded the giant, that it, the disgusting giant of this industry that they are. And you can take that and apply it to anything. You can bankrupt any company in this country if you work as a collective, as a community, as one whole entire group, there's not a damn thing we cannot change if we work as one. And if we remember that we 
hold the fucking power as the people. Now, I know this sounds like a soapbox, and I know it sounds like I'm ranting, and I am, because I'm pissed, because I'm tired of it, because at the end of the day, what do I always talk about on here? Gaming is an escape. Anime is an escape. Manga is an escape. The comic books you love, the Gundam models you put together, the Pokemon cards you buy, all this shit's an escape. And when our escape becomes synonymous with our reality, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) When does this shit end? And I'll tell you when it ends. It ends when we get it together, act as one, be one, and make this change fucking happen. Because this shit has to stop. We can do better. We have to be better. I hope you stuck with me through this. I apologize if I was annoying you. But I just, I couldn't sit back and not say anything. Because I see these women and what they went through. And I look at my wife and go, what would I have done if that was her? Good chance I'd be in jail right now. Solid chance. That's not, that's not being braggadocious. That's not being grandiose. That's fucking reality. Because why would I not want to protect, you know, the woman that I love, that I'm spending my life with? I would do it for, my, for any woman in my family. I'd do it for any one of my female friends, you know? It's sick and it's disgusting and it's getting out of hand. It's been out of hand. This is not new. So many women will tell you that this is not new. But what can be new is how we react and how we make it change and how we make this shit fucking stop. So I guess there's really not much. I can't stop this conversation and go into. So yeah, this anime I watched like that's now. I'll record another podcast over the weekend. I know I normally do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I'm going to have a little bit more of a lighthearted fare uh, uh, over the weekend. Um, I thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking it out with me on this one. Um, thank you for giving me uh, ears to to vent to. You know, my platform is therapeutic for myself as much as it is hopefully enjoyable for y'all. So let's go have a good Friday evening. Let's play some games. Hit me up on Twitter. Tell me what you thought at Bard Plays Games. Um, let me know uh, your opinions, your thoughts. Tell me I'm a fucking idiot. Tell me that I've got the right idea. I want to know what it is that you think and what you're feeling about all this. So y'all have a great Friday night. Play those games. Let's go into the weekend strong. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for your support.